1: on the Cooligans, in the first segment. I talk about how sick I am and recovering, but I still came here on the show to deliver a podcast and we talk about the, the new hire at Atlanta United and also some of the sexy, sexy, sexy content that Atlanta United players are putting out.
2: That's right. And in the second segment, we finally release our interview with Ryan Hollingshead. Awesome dude. Plays for FC Dallas. Has had a rough go of it recently, but he's back. We talked to him about everything that's changed, everything that's happening and just what an awesome dude. Great vibes. That. And more on this episode of the
1: Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lalas. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans.
0: Yeah, baby. Hello. Come Feliz on. Navidades.
1: Ay, Hola, mira, el año nuevo ya viene, en
2: Nochebuena.
1: Exactly. Hey, this is now a full, we've gotten into full Latino mode. Uh, Joanna was the turning point. <laughs> we,
2: we're not coming back.
1: That's right. We've, uh, and this is, I think this is what everybody wants. Uh, I think a lot of people reacted very well to, the, to last week's episode, even if they didn't understand the word of it. So, Well, that's
2: what we got a lot of messages saying how much they love the episode. And most of them were like, we have no clue what y'all were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but we were having fun following along, following along. And I'm wondering if people love the episode because they just don't want us to even attempt to talk soccer anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a becoming a, a, a different thing. This is a, it's it's now focusing on it's like an NPR show focusing on uh, Spanish language and Spanish culture. And people are like, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I'm I'm learning a lot from this show. Uh, who who knew that not talking about soccer was was a gateway to all this other information? So
2: people people are like we like that you like soccer, but. you They'll talk about something else. <laughs> talk yeah. about language. Talk about culture.
1: Exactly. Because your opinions on soccer are trash and we don't yeah. want to hear them. <laughs> we
2: don't want that garbage around here no more.
1: <laughs> but yo, what do you have? But tell more white
2: people to say dead ass. <laughs> My guy. I,
1: it is a nice feeling because, isn't it? There, there is There, a little bit of a, uh, even though people might not respect our soccer opinions, which is fine if you do or don't, but if it's. If at the very least they're learning about other things then they're like, Hey, I like, it, it, it feels like, uh, soccer it, as part regarding this show, soccer is just like another thing that we talk about. And it's not the only thing that we talk about. And people are like, Hey, I like, and not, it becomes more part of the, the, the conversation and more part of the culture as like, well, I think that's like what we do, right? Like we're not, we're not like, over here, telling you like, nah, the
2: three five two is better than the three five. Blah blah. You know what I mean? That's not who we are. You, <laughs> you know, know so, we could talk uh, about that if we wanted. to Exactly. We're, oh, we're but, over here
1: like, yo, threesomes are better than twosomes. Uh, yeah. Like, so we
2: got three sum, and then there's five people filming. Two cops show up. All right. <laughs> That's our three five two. Like we're we're trying to like what we said when we started is we want to build the fan base of American soccer, but also like we want to expose the soccer World to a part of their culture that's always Existed but like people Haven't really sort of messed with Because they didn't know or weren't familiar With that's what we're trying to do You know what I'm saying that's right like we're out here exposing <laughs> these other parts of the world letting people know that MLS isn't just a bunch of stuffy dudes in suits you know what I mean American soccer isn't just a bunch of suburban families it's great that those dude, that, that those families are there but if you turn around there's some dude who snuck in Arepa into the stadium okay
1: that's right all you suburban families again exposed all that's right, right. you <laughs> out of here son no I'm joking get ready for it so welcome to no, the we show love we love those
2: fans of ours too
1: by the way welcome to the Cooligans. Uh, if you are listening to me, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerreros. and together we are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand-up comedians out in New York City, just crushing it with the all the arepa talk and some, some maybe some <laughs> soccer stuff. Uh, That's right. But, but if you're listening to my voice, uh, I, I sound a little bit under the weather because I am. I am recovering. Uh, I had a bad fever. Over the weekend, and uh, finally, it's uh, it's going away. But I and if you it, know anything about Alexis, that's
2: me. Then you know I don't want to be anywhere near Christian if he's sick or anyone who's sick, and I don't want anyone's anyone's <sighs> child trying to high five me. <laughs> sure, even
1: though Alexis is sick about like forty times a year, uh,
2: never, we- <laughs> dude. I I stay healthy because I don't touch nobody, and I don't want nobody touching me. I'm not a germaphobe, but I'm just definitely afraid of getting sick. I hate it. I'm not a. Fan. Fan. I don't know if you love it, Christian. I don't know what you're getting. Oh yeah, into these of days.
1: course. Uh, yeah, I absolutely love it. I mean, it's it's my favorite thing. It's it's my new hobby. Uh, and uh, yeah, read on my blog posts about it about how uh, it's like it's like the new uh, you know like being a vampire you know being, being a vampire school <laughs> and you want to just spread it and give it to other people. <laughs> yeah. So you can find him at <laughs> sicky69.tumblr.com. <laughs> that's right. And shame on Tumblr for taking off the pornography because that's re- I, I mean how am I supposed to make money now?
2: Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> what a real shame. Also, what does Tumblr have left?
1: <laughs> uh, I think anime memes. Uh, I think that's there mostly what their website is. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I I don't really go on Tumblr very often because uh, it's not 2004. So yeah, I thought uh, it was dead. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I'm recovering. I'm feeling a little bit better, but even though the, uh, you know MLS, uh, the MLS season is over. And the playoffs are over. They're still but the train keeps chugging along. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and, and we, and this podcast don't stop. We're not going to take a break. Even we don't know even, how to stop. Even, even if I'm, even if I'm sick, even if, uh, you know, even the, even though there's no games being currently played. Uh, but I, I just want to make sure I tell, we, we, you know, we tell everybody, uh, thank you again for showing the support and, uh, uh, you know, leaving reviews on iTunes. Cause that's always, uh, it's always great. And, uh, I want to read a new one that we got. Um, and it is from D- Dave o- Orona, 1829. So this is, uh, Dave I th- is one of the, the hosts of LA is our house. Uh, remember we did, we just did that podcast of on too long ago. That was so a lot of fun. That was. We had a great time. And Dave, uh, he writes. He says uh, the subject says could be gullier, which is okay. Thank you. For, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I guess we could have tried a little harder on on your show. Uh, <laughs> we got some. We got some highbrow criticisms coming. <laughs> okay, all the way from the western coast. Uh, okay. <laughs> so he goes. Um, uh, these dudes are hilarious. Christian and Alexis are next level funny, and they know a thing or two about soccer. And they even. They, and they ain't even descendants from. Soccer soccer playing nations. That's right. Okay. That's so, right. It's about time people realize how difficult this is what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> Unprecedented. Okay. So <laughs> and he goes, he continues. He goes, uh, we love these dudes over here at, at the LA is our house podcast. Everyone should give them a maximum, give them maximum stars and all the reviews. Thank you, Dave. Uh appreciate it, man. That's uh, what a beautiful thing, Dave. Yeah, LA is our house. Uh, if, if you want uh, an LA Galaxy podcast, LA is our house. Does it right. Uh, so go check them out if you ever uh, get an opportunity. They, they they do mostly cover on LA Galaxy. I love you know what I love about a lot of uh, uh, fan podcasts uh, throughout this league because we've only been doing this for for uh, a little over three years and what uh and a lot of these podcasts have been have been going on for like a decade maybe some even you know some even longer the there's so much history that a lot of these uh shows uh that te- people that have been following these teams for you know LA Galaxy obviously one of the original teams they they know so much about the league they know so much about american soccer they know so much about th- th- their particular team that when you talk to some people. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, okay. MLS is not just, you know, Four years old when you know the the expansion team that I follow started, so it's kind of <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you know, it's funny. It's like we, you and I both knew of MLS. We both sort of kept an eye on it. Uh, we watched it from time to time. We were critical of it. We were fans of it, but we wouldn't say that we're like diehard MLS fans until we found a team local to us yeah. that we wanted to like uh, you know like get involved with the league somehow. You know, and uh, we wanted to help build it because we're like, yo, I'm. T- tired of watching something from Europe. I want to build what's here. Everyone comes to it in their own time. Uh, and one of the things that's like really cool is when you find some of the folks like Jason Davis, who we now can call our friend, and by the way, congratulations. He's getting married in Puerto Rico. He, a he, he, thing?
1: he already got married, Alexis. Yeah. yeah. Well, you he, know
2: what I mean? He's getting married in the sense that he's out there getting married as we
1: speak, you know, uh, <laughs> what a beautiful sure, that's thing. A, that's a thing people say. Yeah. What past tense, they go, they're like,
2: <laughs> that's what I try to do. I try to change it up. You know what I mean? Uh, But just a beautiful thing. Like, people like him, we get to talk to him and be like, yo, like, you know backups that didn't get playing time, you know, like in oh, 0, sure. like in 2 you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, that like is... It's just it's so cool to talk to some of these folks who've been here for a long time, and the biggest thing that's a sense of pride for me is how welcoming they are to what we're doing because they're like, yo, this has never really happened before. We've never had two comedians, just two really funny dudes who come at it from such a different angle, talking about the game we love. There's been things that are close to what we're doing, but everyone's given us
1: so much love, telling us how different what we're doing is. And it's just great to have that sort of merging of both worlds. It, it very much is. Yeah. There's uh yeah, L- look, I, I, and, and we, we, you know, we didn't plan on talking about this in particular, but just e- even during these holidays, you know, Merry Christmas, everybody, whatever, whatever yeah. holiday you celebrate, you know, we are, uh, we, we hope that you are enjoying your time with family with friends uh eat all the food uh and 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 hopefully you know that we if you're listening to this especially if you're listening to this right now which is you're listening to a soccer podcast after the after the holidays uh uh, in in a in an off season where nothing's really going on in american soccer and that's what we're focusing on obviously well we can talk uh you know Boxing Day and whatever in a little bit, but you know when uh, we're trying to join, like and merge all, all these different, uh, uh, you know, just um, just American soccer and and find a place where like everyone can come and like th- this is all oh, these guys are fun. They're, they're talking about my team or whatever. Like, uh, if you're listening to this, you are uh, a diehard Cooligan supporter. And yeah, we- I mean your your
2: kids just opened gifts or whatever your nieces F- and <laughs> have and you're like hurry and up, hurry up!
1: I'm trying to get to this. You're podcast. off in the
2: corner listening to this <laughs> iPhone of yours. You know what I mean? You're, you're a weirdo, and we love you for it. Okay? Exactly.
1: So we are incredibly, incredibly grateful. You know, we uh, we could have taken a week off. We could have been like, hey, we're back in January and doing other stuff. But no, we want to, uh, you know, to get those diehard people that need that just need this for their just like inject it into my veins. Uh, yeah, we man, gotta, you we, need this. Like right this, now,
2: your right? your your girls. Watching you on the phone over there with the headphones on thinking, <laughs> I bet you he's talking to that Teddy from work again. Yeah, right. That's probably that bitch in the county. You know? <laughs> You're going to ruin your family, dog. You're exactly. going to lose exactly. your girl
1: exactly because <laughs> of us. And we want to thank you for that. <laughs> okay. And we appreciate that kind of love. The, the kind of love that you should be giving her. Thank you for giving it to us exclusively. Yeah, well, that sounded mad weird. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so yeah, so thank you, man. It, uh, uh, we appreciate everybody who listens to this stuff and, uh, especially during during these times. So, uh, let's talk about a couple of things and we're gonna get to our, uh, you know, maybe a more abridged episode because, uh, it, it is the holidays. I'm not feeling well, but we do have our interview with Ryan Hollingshead, who, uh, who we met out in Dallas, uh, uh FC Dallas, um, uh, uh, uh wing back and he, and he has an incredible story. If you have not heard that, this was, uh, I believe, last year. He uh, got into uh, a an accident on on the road, um, trying to yeah, help. Like
2: a car got in an accident with him.
1: Yes, he was trying to help someone who was who was stranded uh, on the side of the road, and he ended up getting uh, in an accident with another car, and uh, it was it was tragic. But he, can't, he ended up coming back and and playing soccer again and it was a, it was a a great story. Great story, yeah. So I'm I'm glad we got to talk to him. So, and and it's a, you know, it's as, as inspiring and, 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 Funny as uh, as it could as it could be, so uh, we're going to be playing that in just a moment. So let's just talk about a couple things that have been going on this week in American soccer. And yeah, then just uh,
2: when you thought Atlanta United was out of the headlines, yes, just when you thought we don't have to listen about Atlanta <laughs> United anymore, <laughs> no one's going to talk about them. We get a reprieve until at least March. Yes, now, son, now. <laughs> they went out and hired another national team coach <laughs> as their coach.
1: What is happening? Happening. Look, it's um Atlanta United uh, hires Frank De Boer. Uh, he is uh what he, what he's from Norway, right? Dutch, uh, yeah, d- the Dutch national team coach. Okay uh Holland, So, uh, so he, yes, Ajax and uh, uh, he, obviously he coached that Inter, he coached that uh, Crystal Palace, which those, they didn't really go well, but he is, you know, a champion manager uh, at Ajax and, uh, and great player Uh, played, uh, what teams did he play for in in the, in the Prem? What did he play for? Oh. Um, give me a second here. Cause I can't remember
2: now, but, um, just, you know, he's just one of those, he's another in the line of famous people that yeah. are a part of Atlanta. Now it's like Atlanta United has become like the go-to, like we joked about, you know, Jose Mourinho coming to the league. Like he might want to coach Atlanta United. You know what I mean? Like Atlanta United is becoming one of those One of those now, like uh, you know, I I don't know, like destinations.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking up uh, his uh, his senior
2: career. Played for Ajax, Barca, Galatasaray. He never played
1: in the Prem, but he coached in the
2: Prem. Okay, I thought he he coached in the Prem.
1: Okay, I thought I, I I thought I caught like a highlight or two of him in the Prem, but no, he didn't play. He just coached there. Okay, so. Uh, but still a uh, l- lot of uh, good pedigree uh, in a manager and, uh, and a, a well-respected player. Uh, I think a, a bit of a, you know, the, the last couple days, we've how many, what rumors did we hear for who was going to be the next coach of Atlanta United? We heard uh, Car- uh, Carlos Puyol, right? Barcelona yeah. legend. Puyol, um,
2: out of nowhere, because I don't think anyone even knew he was a manager. And by the way, I know he was only an assistant coach with the national team, but that's still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we heard uh, Puyol. We heard possibility Guillermo
1: Barreto Squeleto So what? GPS. I'm
2: not doing it. <laughs> GPS. Uh, so we heard, we heard from- possibly... Juan Carlos Osorio was a rumor for a little bit.
1: That was before. No, he's obviously clearly the coach of the because of Paraguay. I'm just saying these are all the names oh. that have been brought up, <laughs> yes, potentially
2: yes, yes. coaching this team. I mean, these are yeah, really big names.
1: In the last week alone, there've just been a lot of names. So, which uh, it, it is a interesting uh, uh, reaction and uh, and look, especially for a coaching job in MLS, where Atlanta United is arguably. Has become just as an expansion team in its second year, uh, has become one of the biggest clubs in the world. I mean, I, I don't know any other way to put it. As far as uh, you know, th- this doesn't, this is not supposed to happen for MLS teams where. Well, we're just think f- of the teams he's managed. The list goes Ajax,
2: Inter, uh, which I'm going to call it, Crystal Palace, and then Atlanta United. Yeah. I mean those are all big clubs. Crystal Palace maybe is a little bit of I'll- a standout there
1: all climbing upwards, you know what I mean? It's it's only better job after better job. I mean, uh, you know, with all due respect to Ajax, of course.
2: It's just <laughs> insane, the list of names that now Atlanta United is a part of. And I don't, you know, I'm not sure how it's going to go. You know, he hasn't had the greatest managerial stints in the past. Um, I think, you know, his commitment to youth development is something that I think brought him to MLS and I think it's one of the ways I mean if all the signs are true and if everything that like Don Garber said in the past about them becoming more of a selling league right or not in the past recently I should say about them becoming more of MLS becoming more of a selling league and developing youth is going to be much more important Atlanta's not going to be in the forefront of that too. I mean, I think at the forefront of that, you'd have to say starts with Red Bull. I think Red Bull, New York rebels are at the forefront of youth development. They've proven it time after time in the last few years that they can develop talent going all the way back. As far as I can remember, which is probably like Josie Altador, Right. Yeah. And then you've got LA galaxy is able to develop talent, even though they've taken a step back. Um, you've got some teams that have really been able to pump a lot of quality talent into this pool. If Atlanta United becomes that, I can't imagine anything's going to stop them. You know, all this parody talk, they become pretty close to a, uh, you know, uh, a dynasty.
1: If they could do something like that.
2: Yeah. If I they're wanna- willing to spend the money on the players. If they're willing to bring in amazing coaches and now they're going to develop their own players. I mean, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Real quick, before we move on from, you did mention the Red Bulls uh, youth setup, and I didn't want to, highlight something very quickly, because there is a there is a kid that plays for, I believe, the U-12s of, of the Red Bull Academy, who I is- I thought the police asked you to stop searching for these 12-year-old <laughs> boys. What are you doing, <laughs> Christian? No, the reason I'm pointing it out is because- it was pointed out to me by J. L. Covan. This is JL's nephew. So J. L. No. Uh, is a comedian uh, who he, did, you, the he, he did, did the Trump. He did the, the Trump impression, the Trump uh, impression. That and we brought him to the NYCFC game. So, uh, so his uh, his nephew plays for the Rebel Academy, and he's very good. Uh, he has an Instagram. I don't know his name, but it's uh, his Instagram is JC12FLOR. So JC12 uh floor. Uh and yo, he got like goals. This kid, kid got bangers. He's like doing his thing. And and you know that uh JL, JL's a tall dude. Like he his, his he played basketball. He played college basketball. Uh so clearly yeah jail's 6'5 I think right six four six five uh give or take yeah he's he's very very tall so <clears throat> uh yeah so I told him the other day I'm like yo this kid is gonna be scoring on NYCFC anytime soon, man. This is uh, this is crazy. Uh, so, but yeah, but shout out to him. I just wanted to give him a shout out because that was uh, that's pretty cool that we know someone that directly uh, connected to soccer and also doing very well. like who, who he might be the next Tyler Adams, uh, you know, and end up in Germany or something like that. So yeah, he might we be know? the
2: next national team. Uh, you know, uh, he might be the next Christian Pulisic, <laughs> this kid.
1: And the, the cool thing is that this is, especially with soccer, right? If you are any good at it, you, you start playing at a, at a very young age, you can make the senior team at like 15, 16 years old. So it might, it's not implausible that we see him playing on the senior team in like four years or three to four years. The kid is 12 now. It's like crazy. Kids 12, he's almost. Now it's time to buy stock. <laughs> you <know?
2: laughs> It's insane that like we're talking about 12 year olds like, yo, this kid better work hard. You know, When I was 12, I had, I worked seven days a week, but I wasn't paying attention in school. I was spending that money.
1: Well, what coal mine were you working at that you were working <laughs> yeah, seven I days know. a week, Alexis? Whenever I tell
2: people what happened in my youth, they think I grew up in like the depression. I'm not even going to talk <laughs> about it.
1: Whatever. Wow. I got
2: a job at 11. In. Your boy Ale- was working.
1: Alexis <laughs> grew up during the Industrial Revolution. That's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I used to make canned ham, devil's ham. <laughs> uh, impressive. So, uh, so Frank Devore. Uh, uh, I think he's, uh, I, I, the, the system that's already in place and the support that is already in place in Atlanta. It's a good position uh, to be in and he'll probably be fine. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not particularly worried. Uh, th- these are some of the, uh, Oh, sp- uh, speaking of Barras uh the, the rumor was that LA Galaxy had now offered him that uh, coaching job, which is interesting. If that happens, that'd be pretty cool, but we'll, uh, we'll so keep you an eye on that. So you got
2: Dominic Kinnear who gets a one year deal from LA Galaxy. Right. He turns it down because it's it's a one year deal. That's kind of shitty. You know, that's like, yeah, I want to marry you, but like not really. You know what I mean? Like let's let's give it a try. Exactly. Uh, and and then you got uh what Caleb Porter gets a deal from them, ends up using that, I think, as leverage to get the deal with Columbus, which I know it's not confirmed yet, or at least it's not announced, but all signs point to Caleb Porter has taken the deal with by the way, the police is
1: here at my house passing sure. by my, so
2: if you're driving, <laughs> no need to pull over sure because uh, they listen this while driving
1: <laughs> well they they heard about your childhood and they're like okay wait somebody has to be arrested for this they're
2: coming here just to hug me uh <laughs> so uh, caleb porter goes to columbus gets i think a five-year deal for like five million something crazy like that caleb porter's basically controls he owns columbus now uh, as a city uh, sure. and that la galaxy is still out here you know, you know, with the balls in their hand, like, hey, wait a minute. What do we do? You know, like nobody wants us right now. So sure. they got to go out and sign a big name. How, how, I embarrassing. Said this how
1: embarrassing to walk around w- with your balls in your hand. Don't I know mean, just no- by yourself.
2: <laughs> but like, think about it. We said this before. We joked around about Mourinho. They got to hire a big name. They can't let this fail. This is a chance for oh, them sure. to overtake Los Angeles from LAFC. They got to do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's trying times at the moment, especially with the last uh, two seasons that LA Galaxy have had. They need they need something. They need to make the playoffs, uh, you know, and now that there's maybe they'll get that seventh playoff spot that that MLS added specifically. It was the LA Galaxy rule that like that spot is only for LA Galaxy. Nobody touch it. Uh, Please (laughs) add it to the list of LA Galaxy rules. (laughs) Uh, What do you think? Do you think Atlanta
2: fucked up a little bit by not getting a South America manager to sort of. Perpetuate that culture that's already started there. Keep that going.
1: Um, just there all, from all, all signs are saying like, hey, the South American pipeline is all right. Nobody's going to everybody's going to still love us. But, you know, without El Tata, obviously there's going to be some some negative impact. Right. Um, is his nickname El Tata or is it just Tata? They call him El Tata. I've heard that before. They were saying that during the I parade. I don't, I don't heard think you that. have. I think you're I, making this up. I think the the, the the sick medication is going to get in your head, bro. <laughs> no, nah, man. Uh, there's uh, there's Joseph Martinez was saying it. I saw it. I've, I've heard it before. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think there's going to be an effect. But I think they'll be fine in in the fact that they already have the resume. Uh, they've already seen enough uh, more than the coach the the players themselves obviously having Martinez having uh, Petey Martinez those those are the guys that, that are gonna really be making the calls to any South American player that's interested in MLS I mean they're like yo Petey yo what's good what's going on over there how are they treating us the South Americans do they un- do they understand our accent is it all good and then Petey's gonna be like yeah it's all good bro you need to come out here because they yo, actually, get out I hit that
2: ass the, I mean it's like not that bad. The
1: paychecks, the paychecks actually clear, okay? All right? And Yo, the fans to,
2: make you food. They don't try <laughs> to kill your family. It's not that bad.
1: It's slightly different than what it's like in Argentina, okay? So, um I, I think they'll be fine, but maybe they'll, you know, it's just, you know, this clearly it's interesting hearing the like the players like Peter Martinez and and uh, um about their their them deciding if they should go to MLS. And you really hear The how sensitive of a situation it is that I mean, a lot of these players they just want obviously a little bit of uh they want some money they want a sense of security uh and they want to know that they can play i mean they they just want to know that they're going to a good environment uh and and that's really all it is it's really it's just uh, can they can they trust that they're going into a good situation uh and i i do feel that atlanta united and especially with darren Eels and carlos bocanegra you know they, these people they can communicate with with uh, the south american player uh and and, and really show them their resume and be like, yo, you're going you're gonna to be coming to a good situation. And just turn on the damn TV, watch any MLS thing, and you'll see us. So you'll, it's, it, it sort of speaks for itself.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, I don't think it's going to slow them down. But I also think it's not the best job to walk into. They just won MLS Cup. Like, if you don't win MLS Cup, you've failed to some degree next year. You know what I mean? This isn't sure. the easiest gig to walk into. They'll get some leeway because they just won the cup. You know what I mean? But think about it. Everyone is able to say, well, oh, they only, they only made it to the final and they lost, you know, last yeah. year they won.
1: I mean, there's going to be different expectations, obviously um, next year, uh, next season, uh, they're going to be playing in, in Concordia Camp Champions League. And there's a great story. Uh, it's a, a Due to this uh, Champions League, uh, the the Champions League fixtures that are coming up for Atlanta United, they're going to be playing against the the Costa Rican team at Ediano and they are, it's scheduled, I believe, for uh, early February uh, sometime and they can't play at Mercedes-Benz Stadium because there is a monster truck rally scheduled. That's right. For the monster same day.
2: truck rally
1: <laughs> for the same day. So they have to play their games at um, where they played the U S open cup matches, which is a um, much, much smaller stadium. I think it's like 10,000 or something like that. So that's going to be interesting because the, I, I think champions league is going to be a fairly hot ticket for Atlanta United fans. Uh, and clearly this is too small a stadium uh, for them to play. Uh, but that's that's their only option at the moment. So
2: it would have been great to see them go back to Bobby Dodd, right? Where they started. I thought that's where I assumed they would be able to go to. But I guess that's not possible. And also Seattle fans right now are listening going. I hope we take no more shit for this car <laughs> show because y'all are missing an international game. Basically, a game versus a competition because yeah. of a monster truck rally, which if you thought for one second, Atlanta wasn't in the south monster truck rally. OK, <laughs> I think it- a tractor pull is the only thing more. Other than that,
1: I, if it was like can't you know, Champions League canceled because of the rodeo hoedown, then I would be yeah, like, exactly. wow, <laughs> yeah. damn, wow. Atlanta, damn, South,
2: Always <laughs> oh, Gravedigger coming to town? We can't play at Eddio, <laughs> Oh man,
1: uh, it's hilarious. So, I they,
2: would love to hear the explanation to a Costa Rican as to like one of the coaching staff as to why the game is being played at a 10,000 seat essentially high school stadium. <laughs> (laughs) He's like, so a large truck, which is like a robot, is going to eat another truck. And then fire comes out of his mouth? And this is why we cannot go to the, just tell me you don't want us to play in the stadium you have, you don't have to make up these lies okay
1: Yeah it's it's very much why do you destroy cars we need yeah. cars to go We
2: I have, have no better cars idea.
1: give us the cars <laughs> Oh man uh I mean look this is this is why American soccer is there's nothing better than American soccer This is so funny uh it's and
2: this it, is exactly why we want to do this podcast is because who else is going to talk about the monster truck rally <laughs> no one <laughs> stuff like this happens all the time think no think monster, you think a it.
1: monster truck rally is going to be, be interrupting some you know burnley and some burnley match <laughs> yeah, not exactly
2: happen. right you think you think Leeds United versus Millwall won't happen because a couple of trucks need to hop over some dirt.
1: All right. They're missing out on all the excitement we got over here. So, uh, yeah, so that's a, a, a hilarious thing. So, uh, uh, there was another thing Atlanta United related. I mean, th- this, this whole show is not going to be all about Atlanta United, but the, uh, Joseph Martinez, uh, recently posted a video of him with Pittsburgh, Pirates catcher uh, uh, Francisco Cervelli, uh, him and his Venezuelan homie, uh, who and when I hear Cervelli, I'm like, you have an Italian ass name. What happened over here? Who got? How you got over there? It's like, yo, yeah, you, how did this happen? Joanna Hausman's family came with the Cervellis and ended up in Venezuela as well, right? A lot of boats so, from Europe. A lot of boats <laughs> from Europe going out to South America. But there was a video. Uh, if you haven't seen it, we we had reposted it on our on our Twitter. But
2: they're doing some weird. Hypersexual workout <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: they were they were in sh- you know shorts that were pulled up and basically made made to look like uh you diapers, know underwear, like diapers like it's,
2: it's like you know the way alexis sanchez does like he tucks up the the, the legs yes. of the shorts and but they're doing this like crawling on the ground like turtle kind of thing yes and uh, then they look like a dog trying to pee at one point <laughs> and then they they do this thing where they grab each other's arms and they're trying to kick each other. The whole thing sounds like the beginning of a gay porn. The whole thing (laughs) sounds like that's what I'm talking about, but it was just, it was, it looked like a workout. I didn't want to do it. I didn't know who who Francisco Cervelli was at first. I didn't recognize him without his, you know, baseball Jersey on. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I know that dude needs some block <laughs> My man yeah. is putting on some That's aloe That's how you know he's Italian right now. That's how
1: you know he's Italian. He ain't, he doesn't have that <laughs> that indigenous Latino blood in there. Uh, he <laughs> because he was burning. He was burning he's pretty burning. bad. Yeah. Uh, now,
2: meanwhile, meanwhile, you got Joseph Martinez getting golden.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, looking like that golden boot. Uh,
2: okay, he <laughs> trying to look like his trophies.
1: <laughs> okay, I can't even tell if That's if that's Joseph Martinez or a trophy. Uh, he goes not, to a
2: tanning salon. So what level do you want? He's like, I would like the London Donovan MVP <laughs>
1: trophy look. Oh, that's we, what have, I would like. we have that exactly. You know how many people
2: come in for that? We got <laughs> oh, you want the LD MLS MVP? We'll just hit that button right there.
1: <laughs> oh, we got yeah. the we got the preset in the in the system. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh yeah, we knew that that was gonna be.
2: <laughs> A big one, so we just set that up right there.
1: So, uh, yeah, it was uh, just hilarious video. It looks like ca- like them doing capoeira. It's it's yes, it's very, uh, very, very sexual, very sensual. Uh, it drove a lot of the women, a lot of the women wild. Uh, you know, part of me, I'm thinking, like, yo, the cooligans, we need to do we need to reenact that one. Uh, me and you, uh, doing 100%. that move in, in diapers. Come on, I mean, that's- let me
2: let me get nice and red, okay?
1: <laughs> the ladies. Uh, will lose their
2: minds. I mean they will by you know calling for it to be deleted from from <laughs> Snapchat, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, YouTube.
1: It'll, if we do that, it'll look like, uh, you know, when they have like a sumo wrestler go up against like a, like a Nigerian runner, you know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the difference, the, just the shocking difference of the two of us body wise <laughs> would cause such a stir.
1: <laughs> so, uh, uh, so a couple other things before we get to our interview with, uh, with Ryan, uh, some Orlando city news. Speaking of, um. Uh, you know, the team a little a little more southern uh than Atlanta United that isn't apparently not considered the South. Um and look,
2: I know I know Orlando City fans right now are a little bit jealous, right? They don't have a coach with, you know, the storied history of Deboer and Tom no, He but got but that sunk. He got that. Nobody sun got cap them gang of hats. He got that sunk hat. Yeah, nobody got them gang of hats. You got them gang of hats. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is wearing a hoodie with a hat attached and no shirt? That's, That's my what man. What's his name again? James O'Connor.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he needs he needs a uh, you know he just needs to put like a like instead of a Yankee fitted like a a Yankee sun sun you know, sun cap. <laughs> just yeah, you know those winter to
2: claps that have like the the ear flap and the neck flap that come down.
1: Yeah, he needs two of those. One one reverse, one forward, <laughs> just completely cover but, him up. It's like, yo, he needs to be coaching a a Northern team, not, not these Southern teams. (laughs) It's not for his skin. He looks like
2: Indiana Jones. If Indiana Jones was allergic to gluten, you know
1: what I mean? But Yoshima Yotun from Orlando city has been sold uh, to Cruz Azul. Uh, If you saw the, the, the apertura final, just the Cruz Azul, Cruz, what was that? Sorry. That was my microphone stand. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's not like you killed. Also a, b- a crow, a, bird. a crow
2: just landed at <laughs> <laughs> <in> my apartment.
1: <laughs> so the um, uh, Cruz Azul just lost in the in the, uh, the apertura final to uh, uh, Cuba, America, and uh, but so he's going over there three year deal uh, to to go help him out a little bit, maybe help him win uh, help him win a title. So yo, he had a great
2: World Cup. This is what happens g- when you have a good World Cup. Yeah, Teams you can buy be, you up.
1: You can be can't be. Having a great walk up and playing for Orlando City. That's a, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, he also,
2: I think he was one of three players left on their roster. So <laughs> you know, well, I don't know. They're completely resetting the team. It looks yeah. like. And now no, they got some money to do that. So. This, is,
1: this is good because now O'Connor can bring in his own guys and, and really uh, focus on building the team. And a lot of times people uh, listen to us and like, yo, why are you always making fun of Orlando City? I'm like, yo, but did you see Dom Dwyer post a thing? And like, yo, every single week it seems to be something else. And we're not trying to pick Uh, nothing would make us happier than Orlando City being a a successful team. They have an all-stars there next year. Yeah, all-stars there. Like, they have a gorgeous stadium, uh, 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 an incredibly supportive fan base. Like, yo, this will be great. And honestly, I want to see Orlando City wins just so that Orlando City fans aren't so mad. Yo, you guys. Oh my God. It'd be great. Throwing, you know, flipping birds every single game. Always. The camera always catches some Orlando city fan doing something wild disrespectful. So we want, we want to see better out of you guys. So, yo, uh, we want to party with Orlando city fans. We want to go down there. We want to do
2: a show for you guys. Yeah. Y'all need to get your stuff together because it just happens that (laughs) just like Florida gets some weird stuff in the news every day. Y'all are the Florida of soccer
1: teams in MLS (laughs) right now. Yeah. Y'all are the Florida Man of of, <laughs> of soccer teams, and you guys need to sort that out. Stop eating people's faces, <laughs> okay? I don't know if it's an, the opioid epidemic. I don't know what it is, but we we gotta we gotta resolve that. And now, and and then what? Next year uh, in twenty twenty or twenty twenty? Right in twenty twenty, we'll have two Florida teams. And all I hope is is Miami doesn't get whatever Orlando has, and, and just has a a better you know <laughs> beginning to their to their career.
2: Just like I refuse to do a podcast in the same room as you because you're sick. We need to keep Miami, <laughs> inter-Miami inter away from Orlando City. Don't Hop. catch whatever bug they got.
1: Those Darby's going to be dope, though, right? Orlando, Miami. I mean. Oh, it, my God. That's going to be great. It, it'll almost it'll kind of be the way, you know, the the Atlanta Orlando series is like the Cali Clasico is with Galaxy and San Jose. But but the el, el tráfico is a little bit different, and now we're gonna we're sort of gonna have this with uh, with Orlando and and into Miami, so uh, that's gonna be entertaining. So
2: we gotta call that uh, the el, el, el narco tráfico.
1: <laughs> <It's laughs> Miami Miami, <laughs> <and> Orlando. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, look, uh, look, I think we came up with it first. Let's just say. <laughs> I just want to
2: say it has a ring to it. Okay,
1: <laughs> okay, all right, uh, um, all right. So let's uh, talk about some other. Stuff uh, real quick. Um, uh, we were talking about Mourinho last uh, week, but uh, Manchester United did uh, get, have their interim manager. What's well, Ali Gunner? I don't know how to say his last name. Ollie Gunner, Solskár, Solsker. I can't remember how to say it either. Scholksher, Sulkshire? I, I I call him Ollie Gunner. Skr-skr! Uh, because he's (laughs) that's that's the new (laughs) official if he became the manager of Atlanta that would be his name (laughs) Uh, and they ended up winning uh, beating uh, you know not a great Cardiff City team but they you know a win is a win for uh, for for you know for Manchester United so good good on them Uh, and uh, so at least something positive to look forward to for uh, Atlanta United fans and big
2: win big first win for Manchester United
1: fans sorry Uh, yeah
2: and yo, every player on Manchester United is posting like just subtweeting uh, Jose Mourinho. I think it's uh, what was his name, uh, Alexi Sanchez, put like we're all free now, like some <laughs> song that says that in it. Damn man, wow! They're going after him. Just, <laughs>
1: just wow! And what Paul Pogba had the, uh, the the post of him, the caption this with him making like a smirking face, and it was like five minutes after uh, after this guy got, got got sacked, and and he had in up deleting the photo, but it, it, it did feel a little bit like, was it a coincidence uh, or, or did he do that on purpose? What, 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 no, there could was a be- coup.
2: There was a coup.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, people really hate, really hate the dude, man. I mean, look, he, he, he manages in a different way uh, and it's very, uh, he manages a bit with his ego, with his, you know, with his resume, be like, yo, I've done this much. I, I've done this and this, you don't disrespect me. Uh, but, and, and, maybe doesn't maybe it doesn't work in the premier league anymore maybe for for us millennials this is not we don't want to be spoken to that way anymore well he's so. one of those do you know who i am type of guys yeah
2: and, yo when it works it works and when it's the moment it doesn't it is terrible
1: exactly uh and it's, my, it's the, the last uh, the, this last uh, few months have been pretty pretty bad so uh all right so you let's uh you want to get to our interview alexis yeah
2: let's do that this was a lot of fun again when we were down at FCD dallas thanks again to fc dallas for having us uh we got to interview a lot of people who would leave in the future but so far this player has less stayed at fc dallas which is kind of nice uh ryan Hollingshead. super fun to talk to he was just a blast really chill guy um and he's been through a lot in the past few years uh so we got a chance to talk to him and uh, see where he's at right now so why don't we do that why don't we why don't we get to his interview and we'll get there right after this Hey everybody thanks so much for listening to this episode. And we're going to come right back with that amazing interview with uh, Ryan Saunders, but only after we talk about our favorite sponsor on the Volley
1: Apparel. On the Volley Apparel, you guys know if you if you need any soccer just like dope soccer clothing, urban inspired streetwear, you go to On the Volley Apparel and they make our uh, the main thing, they make our shirts, you know? if They you make ca- our merch for us, which uh, is really dope. And that's the website you go get it on. So if you want to get Cooligans gear, you got to go to com. Exactly. So, uh, and right now, up until January 3rd, uh, there's a special deal. Uh, you can get 30% off using the promo code Cooligans on your entire order. So you can pick up a Gullia shirt for 30% off. You can uh, uh, you can pick up other gear. You can uh, pick up other shirts, other sweaters, hoodies, uh, a lot of just dope stuff uh, that's really fun. I Make your soccer friends jealous. You'd be like, "Yo, yeah, would you get that? Why are you styling and profiling like it's you know the late '90s and you using old hip hop." Words. Uh, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. And by the way, shouts to Eric out in Portland. He picked one up for him and his lady. Thirty percent off. Use the code Cooligans. You're gonna get thirty percent off. And they're both doctors. So he said, the next doctor holiday party there is, no one will wonder who the gulliest there is. <laughs> so they're gonna get fired. Yeah, okay? gonna. They're gonna know.
1: Okay. They're yeah. gonna, they're about to learn. All right. So uh, so make sure go to onthevolleyapparel.com uh, and use the promo code Cooligans for thirty percent off your entire order. Yeah, baby! Come on, we're still in Dallas. We're still in Dallas. We're still. At we can't put this one out first, then, because I said we're still in Dallas. But whatever. All right. Well, why don't you do a new intro? Nah, we got it. <laughs> we're still in Dallas. We are still in Dallas. We're very excited because uh, again, FC Dallas have been uh, incredibly welcoming to us. Yeah. Every, it's so so kind and uh, uh, giving us this this unfettered access, uh, which it, it, we have t- complete t- access for two comedians uh, to come into uh, a, a football club. Of the front office. The front office. Normally, it's breaking and entering. <laughs> Normally, if there's I, comedians in the front office. And they're letting us
2: walk around, like, un, unmonitored. We broke the coffee machine. We're doing whatever we want. It's pretty dope. There's cereal. There's a lot of cereal. There's a lot of cereal A lot of corn-based <laughs> products out here in Dallas. But the reason we're here is not just yes. to, to rummage through their food, which has happened. There's a candy bowl. Uh, let's just say there used to be a much heavier candy bowl. But we, we get to talk to some of the players, yeah. some of the front office people. And right now, we have... Probably the fans' favorite midfielder, right? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. You heard his Good voice. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only,
1: Ryan Hollingshead.
0: What's up? What's up?
1: Thanks Ryan. For coming in. Thanks so much for uh, for stopping by, man. This yeah. is uh, this has been cool. Like, uh, I don't know if you have spoken to anyone else that has been here so far, uh, you know, because I don't know if in the locker room they're like, yo, you've been you, you be seeing these you two think comedians. You chatting about this, us? These two comedians. They're just uh, yeah. yo, they're going to make us look bad? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, one of them looks like a player. The other one looks like a coach. To retire. But <laughs> they're out here. <laughs> uh, but Ryan, thanks so much for being here. Uh, I know that you have been, uh, th- th- this is, you got drafted to FC Dallas, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah, so yeah. you've been here, you're one of the, you're a, a vet here, right? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, do you feel like there's a, a, a sense of, um, I don't know, a, little, a bit more of a re- responsibility? I know we've been talking to a couple of players, and they do talk about a lot of uh, 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 about how much the, the academy system and bringing in the younger players is a big part of the the mentality and a big part of the community at FC Dallas. Do you feel like when a new person comes in, which seems to be every 13 minutes, uh, <laughs> right. and yeah. they and they come in every 13 minutes and they're quality, yeah, right? There's a, there's a kid in diapers right now on the field. <laughs> keep me up. He's, they're getting
0: them ready. So do you feel like oh I gotta I gotta like show these guys the ropes a little bit? Yeah, for sure. That's part of it. You come in, right? The first year and you're just kind of learning, trying to see what's going on, but after 5 years of being here too and uh, not that many people stay around for so long, you know, being 5 years in one spot, you kind of know the organization, you know the team, you know kind of our DNA, the way that we we, we like to play. So, you got to just try to raise these young kids up yeah, and they're yeah. coming in, yeah, younger and younger. <laughs> Uncle man. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I'm I'm we're playing with guys that are st- still in high school and it's crazy it's yeah, crazy it's just giving just them watch wedgies that, yeah you know? <laughs> a lot of noogies a lot lots of, of noogies, going around, lots here. Of noogies yeah.
2: around here everybody gets a noogie lineup <laughs> 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 how does it feel how does it feel to go from in in such a short period because of the fact that so many youth players come in how does it feel to go kind of like become like a veteran presence
0: yeah it's weird man it sneaks up on you too like you're not expecting to become a veteran and then you look around and you're like i think i'm one of the top five oldest guys on this <laughs> yeah. team i yeah. guess that it means I'm a veteran now, yeah. you know? So you just start doing it. You're like, all right, what do veterans do? All right, talk a lot of crap. Right. Uh, complain you know, about the music. Complain about the music all the time. <laughs> complain about all everything. All these wow, I can't
1: keep up. <laughs> no, Turn off young Lil.
2: <laughs> I don't like
0: it. He ain't saying nothing in the songs two minutes. <laughs> oh, you know we're not listening to that music around here. You know what music we're listening to around here? We're listening to Argentinian music. Yeah, we're listening to a little bit of a uh, little Desperate Pasito, yes. huh? <laughs> yeah. This is
2: like the United Nations <laughs> this this team. It, this is like such a yeah. such an eclectic mix. Uh, for you, you come back uh, from a, from a long period of injury. Um, How does it feel to be back? How does it feel to, was, was there any trepidation about getting on the field? Was there, you know, when you came back, what do you think sort of that whole moment was, you know, did you think you needed a few, like a few minutes to sort of have it all click or once you got on, you were good to go?
0: No. Yeah. It takes a while, especially with a a neck injury. Like I had the first couple of weeks back in training, I just was not wanting to go up for any aerial balls, you know, like I didn't want to, I didn't want my head to hit the ball in any way, shape or form. Uh, And so you're tentative, you're not going into tackle goes hard and then one time I accidentally was like going in weak to a tackle and just got rocked by a guy and everything felt good and I popped up and I was like oh yeah I'm good now like oh. that's all it took like I just needed <laughs> you were like time. oh we back to 100 I was like let's go baby let's <laughs> yeah. go that's all you need we joke about that all the time it's like as a goalie especially you just need the one time to just wear the ball right in the face yeah. and then once you do you're not afraid of getting hit in the face anymore yeah. so you come out like a beast so uh I think that was it I took one big hit realized everything was fine and I was like all right let's go we're back I'm a hundred percent as always
1: in general the I, I remember seeing it in the news and stuff when it happened if people listening do not know what happened you were uh, help, helping a stranded motorist right and yep uh, and it, it, there was an accident and I think it was icy conditions and yep. stuff like that. Yep. so uh, there, there was, was a, that here
2: was that here that in was here in it Dallas, in yeah, Dallas?
1: Yeah, yeah yeah so what obviously that must have an effect uh, on you not just as an athlete but as a person right uh, recovering from that and, yeah. and and how do you feel now and you know, what was that uh, like that time in your life like?
0: Yeah, man, it was terrible. And I remember, like, first time I started driving again, every time I'd stop at like a stop sign or a stoplight or something, I'd just be looking in my rearview mirror, thinking I'm about to just get crushed, looking in all my side mirrors and stuff. Yeah, a little, uh, PTSD, oh, right? a little PTSD for sure. Yeah. And it sucked, which is a rapper that you guys are listening <laughs> to. <laughs> it's one of, that's one of our <laughs> Argentinian most, rappers, bro. Most people don't know. PTSD. Little PTSD got a dope mixtape out. Young, yeah, my young PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> my yo, God. All right. Sorry, you were saying yo, so, something really important. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, the worst part of all of it, though, honestly, was I had to sleep with this neck brace on straight without a pillow on my back. And, bro, you know when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, I'm really uncomfortable. I need to roll over. Imagine that feeling, but not being able to roll over. Like, oh, you just man. have to stay right where you yeah. are, no moving. And you're like, Was it like one of these like neck braces that like holds
2: your shoulders? Yeah, too? like
0: it's on, it's like up through here. And then uh, you're when you're in it, you're stuck. Like you can't you can't make any move. Like traction, really. almost right. Yeah, like you're stuck in a position. Jeez. Yeah, yo, it, it was terrible. Honestly, that was the worst part of all of it. Was the uncomfortability. Like it was so uncomfortable, you just could not escape it. Like yeah. you couldn't get out of it. You have like a very. Um I don't know, a positive, uplifting kind
2: of spirit because most people wouldn't say the worst part of an accident that you almost that you broke your neck and almost lost your career was that one time you were uncomfortable <laughs> sleeping. You have a very sort of positive outlook. Is this post-accident? Yeah, uh, no, I'm just trying to this, impress y'all. You okay, you've done it. You it, you got it. You're talking to two New Yorkers. Like, you know, we we complain about everything. You don't have to say much. I complained much. about your candy bowl just now. You know what I mean? It doesn't take much to impress us. Were you always that? Were you always that, like, you know sort of like everything's going to be okay? Because I kind of feel like that's the vibe you put off.
0: Yeah, I think so. I feel that for sure. Uh, there was maybe a day uh, when the accident first happened where I wasn't sure I was going to be okay. But even in that time, I was like, the Lord's going to take care of us. We're going to be good. We're going to yeah. figure this stuff out. So there was never a time that I thought this is the end of you know life. But uh, there was a time where I was like, maybe I'm not playing soccer anymore for sure. Uh, and that was just kind of waiting on doctors to give me feedback. But yeah, I think I try to be try to be happy. For the yeah, most yeah, part, yeah. you know. I
1: remember yeah. watching uh, your first game back. What was that like for you? I mean, it was uh, it was it was just it was cool to see. It was obviously a, a very uplifting story. But how did you feel getting back on the field?
0: Yeah, I mean, at first, right? You're nervous. You're uh, you're still trying to find your form. It's one of those things too. Like you're you're practicing, doing everything you can off the field, but there's no way to really replicate a 90 minute game. There's no there's no way to replicate like a a, a full MLS match. And so uh, jumping into that sort of game, you're still nervous. You want to of get some of those like cobwebs out or whatever. Um, but no, man, it felt great. The crowd was amazing here. Gave me like a standing ovation when I got on the field for the first time after the accident. So, uh, all in all the recovery too, from when I got hit to when I was back on the field was much faster than we all thought it was going to be. Uh, I think it was like around five months, which is just crazy for a broken neck. So man, everything, everything went well. I was lucky for sure. How long before they booed you again? Like (laughs) about 30 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't See, like the jog like, oh, onto the. <laughs> 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 the jog was a little slow. Yeah. <laughs> you took, you <laughs> took a
2: little, it took a little. Like, yeah. I might not get this very long. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need this. I'm going to need this walk.
1: <laughs> now we know, uh, uh, t- uh, t- we're obviously recording this uh, October 20th. Uh, it's the 20th, 20th or 21st. What day is it? That's today? a great question. I don't think Gosh, today's I I 20th. Don't every day is a Saturday. No, uh, 20th, uh, 20th. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, you guys have uh, a big game uh, against. Uh, Sporting Kansas City and uh, how's the, what's the feeling like uh, as far as this season? I know there's been a lot of success in the past with with uh, you supporter shield with US Open, Open Cups. Cups but uh, the MLS Cup is a bit more elusive one. Uh, how are you feeling going into the playoffs now?
0: Yeah, no, I think we're in a good spot. I think the team feels confident. I feel like we got a lot of guys gelling really well together playing well together. Uh, it's going to be good. It's crazy though, right? The season's 34 games long and we're 32 games in right now and really like this Game tomorrow is going to tell basically the whole story of the season. Whether we end up yeah. first, second, third in the I in know, the West, the West so is so close, it's crazy. Like first or yeah. miss the playoffs. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you drew? Yeah, <laughs> I know you're actually out of the league. <laughs> yeah. You just got relegated. Yeah. We, we, we don't do it. Don't. So it's
2: really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You play in Canada now. So it's
0: tough. <laughs> Really tough. <laughs> uh, so, it, But
1: yeah, it does uh, appear like um, uh, we were talking... Uh, uh, who was it? Uh, so uh, Charles Baum, who we were Hanging out with yeah. yesterday, he's a writer for uh, MLS, uh, and he was talking about uh visiting the, the FC Dallas training and how Oscar Preja is very much a uh bilingual coach, yes, right, yes. And and so that that's not too common in MLS, right? No, uh, no. as far as there's a lot of Latin as, coaches, far, as, as, of as far as being coaches. fluent in both and yeah. being able to do that, yeah. Uh, how, how do you feel as the American guy in a very Latin? locker room uh, and how, how is it how does it work so well because sometimes people feel like you know we talk uh, about you know who the U.S. soccer coach should be next and everybody's like it should be an English speaking whatever and, and that sounds a little strange to, to, to be that forceful about it yeah but when it comes to the example of FC Dallas uh, it seems like it works it works quite well
0: yeah I think it's crazy to say that they need to be English speaking for it to work I feel like there's ways that coaches are uh, able to kind of communicate in all sorts of different ways here I I feel like I love it, honestly. I know there's guys that are kind of on different sides of the spectrum with that, but I love it because I, I love Spanish and I want to learn it more. And for the most part, he'll describe everything in English and then everything in Spanish. So I literally know exactly what he just said. And then I'm like, okay, now he's saying it in Spanish. So I'm able to like remember everything he's saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, so now I know Spanish. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> that was easy. He's that like your so own easy. Rosetta Stone. He is. The guy's like, Duolingo I even, Yeah, and I never re- went and returned Rosetta Stone. I got my 60 bucks back. You <laughs> yeah, like, no, right? I'm good. Good. I got
2: Oscar Pereira over here <laughs> I got my own headset <laughs> that's pretty incredible it also just goes to show how the league is changing because I don't think that that was something that was you know a qualifier or something that was a necessity that you know maybe going back 2010 when the league was struggling a little bit and now you're looking at it and you have Oscar Pereira doing everything in Spanish and English and bringing everyone together do you find yourself speaking a bit more Spanish at home like if you drop something or you're
0: like what was that? that's like a very Argentinian <laughs> uh, yes, a lot of the things that get said around here Probably can't get repeated on this yeah. podcast yeah. But there are yeah. Oh no, this podcast you this can't. Podcast oh, yeah, can This podcast I can You can say whatever the fuck yeah. you want <laughs> 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 uh, One of the favorites around here is uh, La Concha de tu Madre Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a All classic right. oh, So That uh, is great by the way I mean <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> That's like your white friend made great rice And you're like, oh,
2: look <laughs> oh, at <it's> you Look <laughs> oh, at you How <laughs> would you know <laughs> to do that? That was perfect <laughs> It just, oh, yeah. It's it's so funny how people would assume that a coach that couldn't speak English couldn't bond everyone. And look at this, yeah. this is perfect right here. Where where do you see yourself moving forward? Are you happy with the fact that you've been in Dallas for a long time? Are you happy with the fact of you know of how you're playing and and the way the team is going? Are you looking to maybe start diversifying a bit of what you do?
0: Yeah. So I, I feel like everything that's going here right now has been great. I've loved my time in Dallas. I I've been here. This is the end of my fifth year, which is just crazy, man. How fast these seasons go by, how fast the career just goes by, you know? Uh, and I've loved it. My, my wife, my kids here, we have an amazing just community here. We got our people here. So everything about Dallas, I love, I haven't been playing a ton recently. I've kind of been in and out. And as a competitor, as a soccer player, you want to play, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I feel that tension right now, but I'm trying with everything I have to be as good of a veteran as I can be as good of a leader as I can be as good of a teammate as I can be uh, and take this time to focus on like, man, how can I build into these younger guys? Like, how can I build into the guys who really are playing a lot right now? Uh, So that's been my focus. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I, I want to play. Like that's that's kind of the goal of being a footballer. You know, you yeah. want to be on the field at all times, and so uh, pushing to that end, of course, sure, so, awesome. and and we <clears throat> are very much aware and on top of the the fashion
1: scene here. At <laughs> Let's SMB. go. It's it, Let's it's, go. it's incredible. We were talking to Tesha about it as well, and about it being just. Uh, it, it just seems to be a very important aspect of uh, FC Dallas culture, right? You got to flex. You got to flex. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Some more than others. I mean, I know when I'm looking at like FC Dallas Twitter. This, I mean, the the Roland Lamas, yeah, the, the, the Redo Ziegler's yep. are going
0: hard. The Ryan Hollingsets, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I hear Ryan you. <laughs> I hear you, bro. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the million, I hear you, I was man. getting yeah. there. Yeah. The, the, the Dallas Hollingsets. The Dallas Hollings. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> what what is does that uh, feel like for? You, uh, do you feel that pressure to keep up? Uh, or, or you know, And how do you feel about the, the, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah,
0: no, I'm right there with the big dogs at the top. You know, <laughs> okay, right. I pulled up today yeah. in a 2004 Honda Civic. I don't move the cone when I park,
2: I park on, on the, the cone. Okay, <laughs> this is my design. Yeah. I'm right next to dumpster number one and wherever the hell I want to go. That's dope. You got more it, of like a you got I'm yeah. Almost like I don't want to offend you, like a Southern Cali vibe. Too, so you got kind of like a skater thing. Going
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that more of like what your style is? I'm glad you picked up on that. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah feel, I, I feel I, great I, about I, that, right there.
2: I'm combing through yeah. everything here to find out exactly what you. Yeah. Do. So
0: I grew up in Northern California, and then lived in Southern California, like Santa Monica, for a while. And okay. so before I came out here, I was in Cal- or I was in Southern California. There you go. Uh, so yeah, I, I fancy myself a little skater fashion, you yeah. know. All right. Uh, I don't skateboard very often because there seems to be some liabilities with playing soccer, you it's know? It's in your contract. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's, that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I like the gear. I'm also a skinny guy, and so right. the skateboard shirts fit me. <laughs> hey, you right. see, I made eye contact yeah. with you when you I dead said ass that. looked at me when I said it. Right. I don't know if you noticed
2: this,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Detective. <laughs> hey, uh, Ryan, I'm also a skinny guy. <laughs> cool, yeah, right? you get
2: it. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go to that you're candy said. jar
0: again, but I'll be right back after you guys. Done talking about that. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, so yeah,
1: so th- that is uh, so again to, to for the for the uh, the, the fashion sense out here in, in in Dallas. What is there any real pressure to keep up or or uh, or do I? I know th- there's a little bit of roasting going on uh, <laughs> amongst. Like, is it yeah. is it like if the people don't try hard enough, like they they get like a bit of a ribbing, or or no? Is it or maybe uh, they're like out of it? Maybe if you don't try, you're like, oh okay, you okay, can make that.
0: You got yeah, you got to be so careful though. It's a fine line right there. If you don't try then you're like if people get mad at you you're like bro i just haven't tried you know yeah, like yeah. it's not bad style i just haven't tried where, where you get wrong though is when you do try a little bit and it's not good because yeah. people are like no 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 I, that's new <laughs> you yeah. just bought that yeah <laughs> I, know, I know you the just bought that i've seen that in two <laughs> years <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <security>. yeah, no. <laughs> alarms are going off, bro
1: <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> That's I mean, it must be fun, especially especially in that in that. I mean, not only is it bilingual in the locker room, but it's also incredibly diverse in culture. I mean, they, right. Just because you're Argentinian doesn't mean you dress like uh, somebody somebody who's Caribbean Yo, or whatever. So
0: different, yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: wild So they, they, I just, I can only imagine the level of the the level of roasting must be uh, <laughs> uh, must be pretty intense. But also like. In in different languages and different accents. Do You know what I mean? There must be... You st- get made fun of in like Patois. <laughs> I don't even know that <laughs> <Yeah>. word,
0: man. <laughs> 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 Write it down on the board. Look <laughs> at yeah, Google translate that. <laughs> say it to Siri. <laughs> it's mad disrespectful. Oh. Oh. Yeah, oh. Yo, we always make the joke around our squad. So Roland Lamar, he's a, he's a great dresser. Funny, funny dude. Such a comedian. And he speaks Spanish and English and French, the three of them. Yeah. And so we realized, that we just realized this the other month, he'd been taking jokes from the other languages and bringing it to us Yo. and just trapping us and it was so good <laughs> he bro. He it? So me and Tesho would say something hilarious in English and he'd be laughing he'd be like that's so funny and then we'd see him two minutes later with the Spanish guys using our joke no. tra- translating it, it over. stealing a joke? 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 100% <laughs> he's brilliant. That's, that's brilliant. Now <laughs>
2: I mean, that I'm afraid he's going to take our goodness. He's going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like le, <laughs> le, can le ball and everyone's going to be laughing. <laughs>
0: That's not right. Unbelievable.
2: Well, <laughs> uh, mad respect, right? If it's funny and you get, yeah, what is it? Uh, imitation is the uh, biggest uh, thing form, of flattery. Form, form of flattery, of flattery. It's the biggest thing <laughs> yeah. of flattery. Would you believe I get paid to speak? Uh, okay. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Like, you guys all seem like you get along. I mean, there's so many times where we speak to players and, and they only talk about like a select few. You guys talk about, so like, everyone gets along. And then you have all these, like, youth players that are, like, at your training do they get do they get part of that same vibe if they're if they're like young and in the academy or is it a little bit harder on them to really show them like, nah, man, we're like we're adults here. We got homes, you know, we're yeah. we studying for chemistry. You know
0: what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that that one's tougher with the academy, guys. I think it comes and goes right. Like some of the guys uh, here's the culture here always is, like, we're family. So, like, these academy kids, if they're training with us, they're coming in, eating lunch with us after trainings. We're, like, they're getting recovery with us. We're taking care of them. Uh, I think there is, though, a little bit, a little part of, like, alright, but you're still the academy. Like, we gotta show you who's, yeah, who's boss yeah. around here. Uh, but we also know a lot of those guys are getting signed pretty soon. So we're, yeah, like, yeah. alright, we'll, we'll stay friends, you we'll know? We'll show you who's boss, but also, like, you know. But also, friend, like, right? hey, if you're here in <laughs> yeah. six months, remember that. I liked yeah, you first. <laughs> yeah, <yeah, yeah>,
1: yeah. <laughs> <So laughs> so I was nice you first? You do speak of, uh FC Dallas feeling very much like a family. Uh, can you speak to what the influence Oscar Perea has on that, and how like what, what, does does that feel strange? I mean, I, I mean, I know you've always been with FC Dallas, so you probably do not know too many different systems uh, professionally, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what is that? Can you speak to that a little bit, and and how influential it is, especially for those young kids coming in, and for the the guy the veterans?
0: Yeah. So Oscar and I actually came in the same year. So yeah. he started when I started. So So I've only known Oscar as the coach here, but I've heard from other people beforehand that it was not the same setup we have now. And so a lot of these Academy guys are training with us like four or five times a week. And so imagine that, right? As you're a 14-year-old kid, 15-year-old kid, 16-year-old kid, you're training with the full team four or five times a week for years on end. You know, like the I think that though is what bridged that culture of like this is family because these guys are with us firsthand, playing against us daily. It's not like, a, hey, once every week or once every couple of weeks, you come jump in to a training like they're in our trainings every day, basically. Uh, I mean, you watch them grow up, right? Yeah, like, it's yeah. It's like, totally. Well, you're going through puberty, you're like, oh, good for you, kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
2: <laughs> Come back tomorrow, and yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it. it. It must be like, if they get signed from the academy, they're like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they literally do the just same take, thing I they give take the their name
0: months? tag off the locker, walk across the hallway, and just put it on the new locker in the uh, first it? team locker room. It's That's easy. right. I mean,
1: because I mean, it's, it's rare, right? And uh, FC Dallas is always known for uh, giving a lot of minutes for the younger players and it's a it's a model that a lot of cl- clubs not even just in MLS but around the world can probably really look up to absolutely I mean you
2: you guys are having a pretty great season you know you mentioned how there's a lot coming up and by the time people listen to this I'm sure that game is over mm-hmm. but uh how do you feel about the season moving forward where do you think I mean kind of an easy answer right you have to say the, the exactly the right oh thing. we went to
0: the cup <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah there you go there it is
2: but I mean when the season started uh, and and to now, how do you feel about where the season is and where the season can go?
0: Yeah, no, I think that we've shown throughout the season we can beat any team in this league. And so we obviously have high aspirations. I'm going to be one of the guys that says we're going to win the cup. But uh, we feel like we honestly have all the pieces. We don't have any big injuries going into the playoffs. Everybody's healthy. The team's just at full strength right now. So uh, it's tough, right? Because playoffs, there's five games. Really anything can happen. But the way that we're, we're playing right now, I feel like Feel like we have uh, the ability to really win, win everything. So, All right. does someone like Oscar pareja take it easier as you get to this part of the season? There Obviously. is, there is no easy yeah, for, I, yeah. for yeah, Oscar I figured, I figured that was <laughs> no. the Also, you can't even say that.
2: You know, like what, what is it like the guy, uh, the guy who does the extra job. At the, at like the union, and they're like, hey, stop it. Now we all have to do that. So, <laughs> you can't say he's taking it easy because yeah. they're going to be like, oh, am I? <laughs> all right, triples every day in the sun.
1: Well, Ryan, uh, thank you so much for joining us, man. This has been great. You are absolutely chill dude
0: man appreciate that it yeah, yeah, Calc, where appreciate can people
2: it. follow your stuff or I don't know if you do anything outside of like uh,
0: no I'm glad you asked it. I do have over a thousand followers Ooh, on oh, uh, right. Instagram I think I'm uh, maybe up in the 1500 <laughs> <laughs> range on wow. Twitter no, so heavy uh, is the crown I think they cap it right at some point so 100%. you want to get in you yeah. want to get in there yeah. fast yeah. make sure you it's follow like me before it like,
1: gets capped MLS salary cap you can't let our players have too many followers you need a damn followers they just added some yeah.
0: yeah, everyone's allowed to have a couple more followers. What,
1: what, it's a, what's your like Instagram handle? Or Is
0: RM Holling said easy? Straight to the point. Go All right. Yeah. Go follow. Go follow. Brian,
1: right. uh, we absolutely very thank short. you so much <laughs> for uh, being on the show. Yeah. Uh, we wish you the absolute best for the rest of the season. Uh, and thank you again for joining the Cooligans, man. Thanks, guys. And also, can I give you a piece of advice? I don't know. If it's someone's on, on the bit. side
2: of the road, just call nine one one for them. Just, you know leave, I mean? just, <laughs> leave, just leave them.
0: Just leave in the car, my guy. yeah. Give him a good wave. You know, you got this, buddy. I'll pray for you, bro. <laughs> no, you're a, you're a goddamn saint. Yeah, I right. know you really are. You are, you you are, are absolutely
1: a uh, very special again, person. Dude. Thank you again, Ryan. Appreciate thank it. you, dude. That was an amazing interview. Wasn't that, dope? Brian is a, a great dude. I'm glad, uh, uh, you know, he sat down with us uh, at, at Dallas. And uh, and it just, yeah, again, we, you know, we just been, chill vibes, man. Chill he's, just a,
2: he's, he's one of those people that you look for and, and you're like, dude, you know what? Even if I hated FC
1: Dallas, even if they were my biggest rival, I couldn't not cheer for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the the biggest strength of of our interviews, that even people that listen and, and they might be rivals with that team or whatever, they're like, hey, you know what? I hate the team, but you know what? That Ryan is all right. It's a good dude, uh, and that's a good. That's a good feeling. That's a good thing that we can. Uh, we can cause. So uh, thank you again for listening to that interview. Thank you for listening to the show. Well, we hope you have a very good uh, Christmas. We hope you had a very good Christmas and uh, and 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 a great New Year. So coming up because that's yeah, or next or week. Whatever you celebrate.
2: We it's, don't care as long as you're having a good time. If you got family, spend time with them. Hug your loved ones. If you don't have loved ones, you got us. Hug exactly. your phone right now.
1: Hug. Thank your you phone. so much
2: for spending time <laughs> with us during this time of year. It means the world to us.
1: Exactly. So uh, make sure you do those things. You can leave a leave a review. Uh, support the show. That's a, that's the Chris, only Christmas present we we want. Leave a review or even join the Gully Squad. You can do that as well. Uh, if you guys want to be more involved with the 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 creation the building of the Cooligans, uh, the show, the community, any of the content you want to just uh, donate a little bit. Maybe you just want to help us out. Uh, Gully squad is the best way to do that. So and I just uh, created uh, a short link f- so you guys can get to it a lot easier. It's just soccer com slash Gully squad. So you can go right. There to, you go. To That's that. So much easier. Hey, It's
2: a giving time of year. So give us money. That'd be really dope. <laughs> uh, and also you get to like hey, a lot of people love the Joanna Hausman e- uh, episode. Tell us what more you want to see you know you get a chance to dictate what comes on our episodes which is really really cool you know you get to be more a part of the show itself
1: Yeah. Cause sometimes even I get a little self-conscious. I'm like, Oh, we have all these soccer fans listening. Will they want to hear about other stuff or like, and that was a cool thing. A lot of people did message message us and say like, Hey, I did. I actually learned a lot listening to this. So that was uh, pretty cool. And, and again, we're both, we're both up comedians. We, that's uh, getting to uh, a show, a, a comedic side to this sport and, and a, uh, uh, and just show a little bit of our other interests as well is a thing that we want to do. We're capable of doing and we're happy to give that to you guys. So if there's any as long as yeah, as long as it's what you guys want. And the one way to do that is to join Gully
2: Squad and let us know. Exactly. You know, the Gully Squad message board was blowing up with information for us after that episode. And by the way, I think this is the last episode of 2018. Am I not mistaken?
1: Uh, This will be the
2: last episode of 2018. Correct. Well, well, I mean, first of all, I just want to say, what am I thankful for this year? I'm thankful for all the fans, not just the ones who joined Gully Squad. I mean, they're at the Top of the list. Not just the ones who left great reviews. They are second on the list, but all of you guys. All of you guys have meant the world to us. You know, we said at the beginning of 2018 that we wanted to level up. We wanted to give you guys more content and we wanted to bring you guys more things to be, you know, to smile and laugh at in the world of soccer. And you've given us that opportunity. None of this happens without you guys. You guys have made 2018 the single most memorable year of my entire life. And only because I don't remember being born, I think that would have been pretty memorable. Uh, But (laughs) you guys have been absolutely. Absolutely amazing! Yeah, um, what a wonderful 2018. I cannot wait for 2019. I hope you guys ride with us. Yeah,
1: and yeah, likewise. I mean, just those sentiments exactly. I'm uh, I'm incredibly gr- grateful, and and I, I've been. Uh, I never in my uh, comedy career and just, uh, entertainment career, have I been more motivated to just like do stuff and, and, and create stuff for you guys. Uh, and, and, and look, I'm incredibly appreciative and there's a lot more coming, even at the beginning of 2019. Uh, there's a couple of things already in line. We're going to be going to, uh, the United soccer coaches conference, uh, in uh, Chicago, in Chicago this year. Uh, so if you guys, if anybody's there, uh, we're going to be on podcast row uh, doing some interviews, talking to people. So you can uh, come and uh, meet us there, talk to us. Uh, we're also going to be at the uh, the independent supporters conference in Dallas. Uh, and we're going to be doing stand up for all, all, all the heads of all the supporters groups uh, uh, throughout American soccer. Uh, so a lot of the MLS teams, uh, some USL uh, and, and just a, a bunch of people are going to be coming through. So that is a huge, uh, I mean, for us, I mean, that is a dream come true, uh, that we get to do stand up for, uh, for the people that like, for soccer fans, for American soccer fans. I mean, that has been the, the main dream. And that's what we, we, that's what we want to be doing exclusively. I mean, that, that's, it, it's so, so fun. So, um, uh, so it, none of those things would happen without your support. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for everything uh, you guys done this year. Absolutely, and uh, you know it doesn't end here. Twenty nineteen
2: is going to be even bigger and even better. And the one thing I can promise you guys is we're not going to forget you. I mean, at least not until we get really big. You know what I mean? Exactly. And then, then we can't. You can't possibly expect us to remember you. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm in my yacht. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Look, I got, I got bad, you know, long term memory in my yacht. Uh, is, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm on the SS Absorbente. I
2: can't possibly <laughs>
1: remember you. <laughs> exactly. exactly. All right, guys. So, thank you again for listening. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we?
2: The Cooligans!